1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Okay, um, real quick before we get started, I just wanted to um, uh, thank our our scouts and all the guys that have uh, been grinding this film. You know, there's a lot of guys, especially now with one cut, you know, just going through. Uh, a lot of breaking down guys and trying to prioritize it for us so we can get our eyes on the right guys. So they, they did a good job just kind of helping us do that. And then just thanking all the players that we've we've had that we had to let go. Uh, obviously, you saw today we're able to get, you know, a decent amount back with the practice squad. But uh, uh, some close battles and, um, you know, very competitive and, and some tough decisions always this time of year. But uh, And then um, finally with, um, you know, the moves we just made, um, put put a couple guys on IR um you know shorter and two hamstrings shorter and um Specter uh with those and then signing Jermaine Fetty at tackle and then we signed a, a new long snapper Reed Ferguson How'd you Yeah yeah we uh, it was a tough negotiation but uh, Reed did agree to come back There was a report you signed Christian Kirsty that obviously false So he um he has agreed to come here but uh he's in the process physical and all that stuff so he's not signed yet and that, would be the that would be the practice squad yeah he'd be a veteran practice squad yep yeah we have his spot and then um working on that quarterback um it's it's in motion but you have to the yes yes we are we are going to add uh one it's in motion it's just uh it probably be finalized tomorrow With regards to what? No. Yeah. You know, we're always looking in your tr- you know, we tried to make the roster as competitive as we could. And um, what I said a minute ago is that's one of the discussions that was very tough, um, you know, especially a guy that. Still young, two years left on his deal, um, but we just, you know, we tried to go with, with, with where we th- we thought the best the best group was, and and so obviously Joe knows him, and we had a few teams reach out when when we let it be known that we would listen, and um, um, you know Joe obviously knew him, was here when we drafted him, and so those guys uh, you know reached out and, and, we, and we made the deal. You never, you know, you never want that to to not work um when you draft a guy you know as high as we did boogie but that's that's the nature of the business you know these are people and and um sometimes it just it, it doesn't mesh at the right time and uh boogie's a great person and um you know just like we have with some other players you know you know wish him the best and and you know he he can still play and and hopefully this next stop will uh will be a good one for him Yes, very tough. Um debated round and round a little bit. Um but ultimately long season and um we want Vaughn, you know, for the stretch run and he's he's as I said before, he's trending up and you know, I think you know, there was a chance he would have been practicing soon, kind of working his way, but he just um not quite there. And so we just don't think it would have, you know, the closer we got, don't think he would have been ready, you know, to immediately start the season. And so uh, we're just going to try to play it smart, give him a little extra time so that he's truly ready to go. Vaughn was ready. Like he's he's ready to play ball. And, um, you know, that you can ultimately put that one on me. Yeah. Um, what was your first question? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Andy, um, very impressed with Andy and what he did to come in when he did. I mean, you know, to start training camp and to learn this playbook and to be able to work his way up to some reps with the ones was um, – that said a lot about what how we saw him and, and how his – you know the coaches and and everyone in the building saw him work and so he's a good player and we're just going to continue to work him in our system you know we you know we were glad to get him back and um I think he and you know he said some positive things yesterday when you know when Sean and I sat down with him to let him know you know we didn't have a spot right now in the 53 but um you know we we think he can play and we think as this year goes on he'll help us and then Kirk C yeah, yeah. It's uh it's a veteran guy. Um, you know, we got some guys on the team that know him. We we kind of were after him a few years ago and he ended up going to Cleveland, I think, and coincidentally Al Holcomb uh coached him over there and so I feel like we've been after this guy a few times and uh you know, he had a he battled a hamstring at Houston this preseason and so they made the move to terminate him and um you know, with um you know, with us terminating AJ, we just we felt um, you know, Christian getting in here, getting our system. I don't know exactly he's you know, he's going through the physical now, where he's at, if he's full if he's full strength or not. Hopefully he passes the physical but um and then kinda of ramp him up in our system and, and we'll see where it goes. Where does middle linebacker stand right now in terms of the competition and I guess secondary cornerback two job on right guard as well? Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna go into from a strategy standpoint, I'll let Sean kind of delve into that. Um, with all those positions, really, it's uh, it's been good good battles. Um, but you know, from a competitive standpoint, Matt, I think I'm just going to hold off. Okay. And
1: then with Kirksey, what would be the path to getting him up to speed? How long
2: do you feel that that would take place? Yeah. Like yeah, by all accounts, uh, you know, he's pretty sharp, and so and he's been in this defense a little bit with Al when when Steve Wilkes was the D coordinator in Cleveland and Al um, you know was on that staff. So he's had some familiarity with it. I don't I don't know to the level and exactly how we do it, but being a smart guy and all that and he's he's a veteran, I wouldn't think it would take him, you know, a crazy long time. Brandon, how are you with the
0: backup quarterback position with Kyle holding that role now and-
2: are you confident that that's going to stay that way the rest of the year listen um you know kyle did some good things not everything was perfect you know in fairness to, to kyle first year in the system uh it's uh it's not it's easy it's complex i i think i've mentioned it before i can't if mirrors to you guys are a one-off but you know i know just talking to case keenum last year case had mentioned um you know, it was into the season before he really felt he had this offense down. And it's in preseason's hard. You're playing with different front, you're playing with different receivers, you're getting different defenses. There's there's no game planning really like we do. So, you know, if if these guys will design a plan in in Joe Brady and, and Ken Dorsey that suit Kyle's skill set more than just running our generic playbook each week so that if he comes in the game, you know, it'll fit that, which is the same thing they've done with Case or or who else. So um, we think that will help and just more time on task. But, yeah, we're bringing in competition as well, and and we expect Kyle to continue, you know, to ascend. And and he he did some good things. It's just um, I think it's just cleaning up the turnovers a little bit. Yeah, I think I think we do. Um, can I say, you know, we've got someone that's going to Canton, you know, right there. No, um, but we, you know, we made a decision to have a veteran and AJ plus some some youth, some inexperienced guys. You have to make decisions at times with the roster and you know paying you know a quarterback salary the way we are and, and Steph and, and the other guys that you guys are aware of. So sometimes you have to let some you know lesser expensive players, you know, you know, see if they can compete and, and see if the answer is on your roster. But, um, you know, we'll try and pad it with a veteran. We had A.J. We're obviously bringing in Christian Kirksey here. So uh, we'll see where that goes. But uh, until you get out there in live game ap- action and, and prove it when it really matters, again, back to game plan specific versus just knowing the whole defense, playing with the same people, you know, we change it in and out, who – who These guys were playing with whether they started, whether they backed up, and you know, unfortunately, Bernard had the hamstring injury before we left training camp, so um, you know, it's nothing's perfect there with with multiple guys competing, but uh, we're confident in the group around them that they're going to support them, and and um, we'll just kind of take it one game at a time. What did you see from Kingsley, Jonathan? You kept him in that crowded, uh, pass room? yeah. I mean, Kingsley. Uh, last year at this time, I was very disappointed um because we were hoping to he was a tough decision a year ago. He was rookie. We just felt like uh you know not not sure if he was quite ready for the fifty three we lose him to the bears and um when we saw him get released and get him back here i was I was very excited so i wasn't i wasn't going to do that again. I think Kingsley just kept coming and coming in camp he just he plays with a motor and um it's he plays violent. He's relentless and he's still learning the pass rush moves and all that 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 you need at this level. But uh, his, his, you know, he's got a motor that, um, you know, it'd be hard to match. And so we just, a young player. And and we, you know, we have veterans in in Vaughn and Leonard Floyd and and these guys. um, But just a chance to interject, you know, a young guy. He also helps Matt Smiley's group on special teams. Uh, you know if he if he's getting a jersey that would be another area he can help us do you think with McGovern he got banged up the game last week and saw him out today do you think how serious was that yeah i don't i don't nothing nothing major um he he practiced today and um i think everything went fine i didn't hear any issues so we we feel pretty good with where he's at Well, I didn't tell him anything, to be honest with you, Um, but I just didn't tell him he wasn't on the team. (laughs) Uh, That's kind of how we do it, but um, no, we talked yesterday and, you know, just, you know, where he's at and, you know, along with Sean and and his coaches, you know, where he's at and as we did some other guys, not just DeMar, and um, I think the first thing all of us would say is how proud and honored we are to To have him on the team and be here, and he's just um, kind of where he's at, where he's going, where he wants to get better. And um, man, words can't say how amazing his story is. There's a narrative out there by all the doubters who say, Oh, you couldn't cut him because of the circumstances. How much did he earn in your eyes this year? 100%. Like, players know players. If, if, if I'm release if I'm keeping players that can't play, I'm not going to have a lot of respect from those players in the locker room, and probably the coaches either. But definitely players. I've I've been around. I've heard players even when it's close question like how did this guy make it like like they're watching as well everything you do. They want to win. They're putting a lot into it, and you know, as long as Sean and I are running this thing, like we're not we're not going to be. You know just keeping players to keep them it just it doesn't add up it's, it's not the culture that that we're trying to build yeah ike is um man you want to talk about a pro or you know if you want to one of the best people you know to ever get to know and and he fits our DNA up and down, you know. You just feel bad for him, the you know the Achilles and, and all that, and just the setbacks he had and wasn't wasn't really able to get back on the field. You know, I thought he was trending up in camp. I thought each game he was getting better, but that was a long layoff coming off, you know, his second Achilles and and um, it stinks. You know, there's you know you got again talk about tomorrow. I would I would love to have an Ike Butker on the team but we we made the decision that we did and it was a very competitive group some young guys stepped up there and made it we brought in some veterans as well and and thing about Ike he never never batted an eye if coach Cromer had him with the twos the threes wherever he did and that's just the character you won't you won't find a, hair, a higher character guy than Ike Bucker and so I told Ike you know you never know in this business um things change fast and um, you know an injury or anything like that someone's not performing if he's available we you know we we'd call him back right away right. how did things develop with Eddie? what did you like about him Yeah i mean uh experience uh first off his size you know this was a first round you know former first round pick i think it was 2016 maybe but started a lot of games um started his career in Seattle has played a lot he's just a big man he's he he's long and the thing that i saw is if he got beat it wasn't an, an immediate loss it was a you know a fight to the you know third or fourth second of the play you know versus like oh guy swiped his hands and just got right to the quarterback and got on him so uh, he's got some versatility he's i would say his position one is right tackle uh, but he can go over there and, and play left so he gives us a guy with veteran experience you know we went a little bit young with Vandemark, and when he became available uh, a couple days ago we we got on the horn and and got him over here and and had a visit with him and got him signed today Yeah, John, I mean, it's, it's hard. You, you do have to make sure you give him enough time and, um, you know, you weigh those heavily. I mean, I, again, I didn't do, I didn't do a good job with Wyatt Teller. You know, I, I, you know, we moved too quick on that and listen, Boogie could go home and have a, a great career. And, and I would be, I'm seriously happy for, for Wyatt. I hate it didn't work here. Um, and again, that's, that's all me And the same for Boogie. Like I'm, I'll be rooting for Boogie. Other than when he steps in this building, week six. Sometimes it's just timing, and and you you try and look at everything, and and these are tough decisions. And I, I still think Boogie will be a good player in this league. I know what what we saw in the draft process. I know the interest there was, but um, we had a competitive room, and you can only keep so many, and it was it was tight, but. You know, made the call and and just doing the best we can. But he, you know, it wasn't for a lack of effort or anything like that. He's a great person, and and uh, I think he'll, you know, he'll still have a good career. yeah um i think some some part of like going back to cody it was um cody had some injury things that happened and he, he kind of fell back out of the you know cody's best year for us was probably his rookie year at, at, at right he really did some good things um but the injuries just i think they they took a little bit of a toll and and set him back and so you're just trying to have that competition and i think you know in cody's case he really you know, he wanted to, you know, once you're starting, sometimes it's hard to come off that. And, and I think he just felt he could help our team or another team. And in his heart of hearts, you know, I don't think he really was was fired up about not being a starter. And so we just felt, you know, that that was, that was the best move at the time. In Boogie's case, it's just um, a competitive group. And, and he could have very easily made this roster. It wasn't a clear decision. And sometimes you have to make these. You're making a call and – uh, you're doing the best and with with the data you have now I don't think it's I don't think there's anything from there but listen I'll look at everything that we do here from how we valued them where we you know the time we spent with the player through the process everything we we learned about these players through the you know through the scouting process what we did here when we onboarded them everything and, and again Any one of those that doesn't work out, you know, I'm going to beat myself up more than anybody else. And so it's, um, I hate they don't work. Nothing's perfect. and, And hopefully, you know, keep that to a minimum. It's both. Um, it's a good question, Elena. but it's, it is both with a guy that, you know, in Cody's case, he had one year left. So it was really about now, um, in Boogie's case, it's, um, it is about, you know, you got two years for a player on a rookie deal. And so we need those, but, um, it's also, it was a tight competition and it, it was tough. And, you know, one of the guys that, you know, we did keep in, in Kingsley is a, uh, is a cheaper player as well from that standpoint. Again, we we signed Leonard Floyd late this this year. You, you don't know when that can happen, but uh, I thought Leonard had a good good preseason for us and and showed he can he can get after the passer. And it was just we had a lot of guys there, and and ultimately we just we felt like this was was the best group for us right now. Uh, again. Um, you do take in mind next season but also this season probably outweighed next year. What part of the, the game came together practice squad for now Yeah, um Ryan we got him here this time last year. Um the Colts claimed tenuda and then we you know, we reached out and basically swapped guys. Um, even though he was on our practice squad. But he came in here, I'm going to say 290 pounds, you know, just he looked like a basketball player. And, you know, we needed Eric Ciano and his staff, and they did a great job. I mean, Ciano and crew did a great job of beefing him up with good weight so that he could anchor. That was probably the biggest thing was a lack of anchor and and just – even, you know, his, you know, Aaron Cromer did a heck of a job, too. If you watch his his reps from last year, like in one-on-ones is the best chance you get to see these guys go against some of our best. And he, you know, he was getting beat a lot, but he was getting better and better. And, and he, he is one of the guys, him and Alec, that just put in a whole offseason. I saw them together a lot, and they really worked and worked and worked. And I thought, you know, he had a great camp like you know for him especially at left we had to put him at right that first game but he had not because we had Tommy Doyle and so many other guys taking right he he's you know played left at college he's just more of a natural left we're going to continue to work on the right but if he can make the jump at at right that he did last year here at left um, he's gonna he's gonna stay in this league a while so uh, proud of him for making it and look for you know we're gonna need him It is, I mean you ultimately, we still have to make sure whoever it is can run this. I mean you know, we feel that we've got enough enough weapons that we got to have someone out there that can run this offense, and listen, it's going to be hard to match what Josh can do when 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 he's playing at the level he can get to, but we need a guy, you know, whether it was Case last year or, or Mitch before, and so um, you know, I think Kyle has done things in this league to you know he's played some winning football and he's had experience he started a decent amount of games in Carolina maybe a couple in Washington and so you know he's still a young player but he's he's not a rookie that we're putting out there so fine line but you know I, I just we we believe in Kyle if we if we didn't believe that Kyle could do it we wouldn't have kept him and so we believe he's still got room to grow and um, again, we'll, we'll bring in someone else to get them familiar with our system, too, and, and uh, we'll kind of take it from there. But, no, I think, I think ultimately you still want to make sure, whether it's a 35-year-old or a 25-year-old, that when their number's called, whether it's for a half, a quarter, three-game stretch, that we're going to play winning football. Mhm. Um I guess work his way up I think Kyrie's improved a lot. Um I think he had a good camp. I really do. I think all four of those guys had a competitive camp. And I don't think it was a landslide of who I think there's you can make arguments for the order of the group depending on who you ask. And so um you know Kyrie gets put in this because he was a first round draft pick, fairly or unfairly. Uh, but he 's a good player he he 's still young and even though you know he he hasn 't you know quote unquote locked down the the starting job yet um he he 's still you know in the mix and, and look at all the guys that play last year Kyle is going to play in games this year he 's going to help us um, could be week one could be week two who knows but he 's a good player he 's improved a lot. I think the group has improved um, all all four of them considering that Trey had to come back from what from what he did. I think Dane had a really good camp, his best camp, and I think Christian improved a lot. So we're we like the four guys we got, and we know it's a long season. We're going to need them all. A lot of fans look at Trey when he came in
1: at seventeen, start obviously a different circumstance. Is it fair when looking through that
2: lens and looking at Kyrie and his path to compare the two things? Is that a fair deal for Kyrie? Well, you have to look at what did our roster look like what was what what was each player's competition and that's not just this position any position i mean our roster in 2017 2018 you know i would say not lack the depth that probably 2020 2021 you know what i'm saying and so as your roster gets more competitive and deeper and you see that team's winning more games it's generally going to be a harder roster to make and a harder roster to earn a starting job on. And so, um, yeah, those are two different circumstances of, you know, one guy was drafted on a team that's been to an AFC championship game had won two divisions in a row at the time, and another one was drafted on a team that had missed playoffs 17 straight years. And that doesn't take anything away from Trey. It doesn't mean if Trey was drafted this year that he wouldn't have come in and won the starting job. It's just that's any position – that you're evaluating where they're drafted. I mean, I think Dorian had a really good camp and did a good, a lot of good things. But he's not going to pass Matt Milano, you know, in a camp. And that's not a that does, that shouldn't take away from the job Dorian's done. Or we can we can come up with other names. Does that makes sense. Yeah. Tradavious. Yeah, um I think TreDavius is is in a really good spot. You can just see it when you talk to him, he's confident. Um you know, the the ACL was was a tough deal for him. It was his first major injury and and um you know, not an easy one to come back from, you know, when you've never dealt with that and and you know, poor timing when it happened. Obviously, him and him and Vaughn's case is Vaughn has gone through it and kind of knew all the hurdles along the way. Um, but Trey is—he's um, in a great headspace. He's really confident, and I see a guy who's ascending and 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 getting himself back to the Trey White that he was pre-injury. He
0: I, so he's to we'll come back after the Jacksonville game if,
2: if I do my math mm-hmm. That's when he's allowed to start practicing. Before. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it's oh, sorry, sorry. Heading, heading, heading. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah.
0: Given the timing and and how weird that week's going to be, I mean, and and how close he had he was to making
2: making the roster um, yesterday. Do you think it makes sense to have him practice that week and play immediately? Um, I mean, what is the vision on that, knowing that that's going to be a weird week? Yeah, I think we'll just take that when we get there, John. We'll see where he's at and see where we're at, you know, and what we need and and. Um, you know, if he's if he's confident and ready to roll, and we and we feel he's had enough, you know, in pads because he's not going to be able to wear pads in practice until then. So um, that would probably be a decision we'd have to make. You know, that week once once we go there, they usually give you a, an exemption week. You know, when you when you bring him off something like that. So we'll just we'll get him back out there, see how he feels, see how he looks. See, you know, he hasn't played football, you know, since last. Um, Thanksgiving so just getting back in the flow of our defense out this was year one in that defense um, but all that stuff but I know he I know he's gonna want to play in that game and you know we'd be crazy not to want him out there so hopefully the stars align I mean as I sit here today I think that's a good chance but I don't don't hold all me PCs to that yeah yeah I, I'm hopeful Yeah, Gabe is very valuable to our team. I mean, you want to talk about a pro from day one uh, when he got here. You know, Gabe is mature beyond his years, and you see that in his work ethic. I've talked about his work habits. Um, if anything, you have to tell Gabe, unplug, take a break. And um, it's that's cool that his teammates see him in that light. Um, I feel like they do, but – this validates that for him and and so i'm looking forward to this season for gabe you know i i've echoed it before i think going into game two when he got that high ankle i think it bothered him for a while and, and i think he he probably pressed a little bit and um, he's in a good spot and and so i'm looking forward to seeing what this season unfolds for him You know I don't know there's I could sit here for a while i mean there's there's a lot of guys that have done some good things, and you know I think you know I think Taylor Rapp came in here and 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 did some good things for us this preseason for a guy who had not been in our defense um he has been fun to watch um, however whatever his role has been how you know however sean's used him you know there's there's a decent amount of guys i mean uh, I think Rousseau had a really good camp you know, at lefty End for us and so um but there's there's others too. I just I don't want to keep you guys what is it what is it about Cam Lewis?
1: I mean I think this is his fifth year now, un undrafted free agent. Every year it seems he seems to be on that roster bubble and every year he just kind of defies
2: the odds if you will and it makes the roster. Cam's a great example. We tell people all the time don't count your don't count how many reps you get. Just make the most of them. Because sometimes you you go in, whether it's in the spring, whether it's to start a training camp, and you're running with the threes or you're running with the twos, I'm not getting enough reps. You start going, well, they only keep X number of corners or safeties in this case. Whatever it is, people start, you know, they, they're worried about the wrong thing. Cam Lewis, from the day he's gotten here, is just worried about, you want me on the field? I'm going to go make a play. and. Uh, he's really improved in special teams. He's he's shown his versatility, whether it's nickel, whether it's safety. Um, he's just – he is the, you know, definition of football player. And you saw it the other day. You know, tackling is one of the things that, you know, has somewhat become a little bit of a lost art in our game. Just, you know, we, I don't know if fundamentals are taught well enough, starting in, you know, Pop Warner and, and all the way through high school and college, and that – He is one of the better tacklers out there. You saw it in Chicago. That was a textbook tackle that he made. It's like teaching tape watching him do that. And the only thing that's held him back has been some durability things, but um, he's a damn good football player. I never feel comfortable, Elena. It's just how it is. I'm, we're always gonna look. Um, I like the guys we have. I do. Um, but if if there's something that we can find that makes us more competitive or uh, gives us more depth somewhere, even at practice squad, you know, we'll we'll churn, we'll churn some workouts coming up. We'll do some things, and um, you know, if there's a way we can find one player that helps us, we'll do it. Yeah, I mean, I I take any player that doesn't work out here that we invested in, whether we paid them uh, a contract or or if we draft wherever we drafted them. I want them all to work out, but I also have to try and make this thing as competitive as I can. And I understand sometimes bringing a Leonard Floyd in might bump somebody out that you drafted high or did something else with, but um, that's my job is to make this thing as competitive and not not protect draft picks or not protect signings and it stings to do that and and yeah i'm as i said to Catherine earlier like you know i'm going to look at every process i I, you know i do that all the time it's not it's not like i need to start today looking at it it's everything that we do that doesn't work um nobody's going to be more pissed than at me than myself and so we'll, we'll we'll always try and eliminate those but they're going to happen from time to time. You're not drafting robots or signing robots. They're people. And as I said, sometimes I've been around where you get a player that it didn't work out somewhere else, they came to you, and um, and they thrived. I mean, Jordan Phillips, you know, I think he was a second-round pick in Miami. It, it didn't work out. We got him here, and I think he's played his best football here. And so sometimes circumstances for whatever in life, timing – where you're at in your life what's going on things just happen better for you somewhere else and uh but you know again i'm uh, i'm definitely always questioning anything myself that how i can get better and 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 i'll do that again in this case um i just saw he was released yeah i mean listen i love isaiah if oh they did yeah yeah Can't talk about him. He's signed to another team, Tim. (laughs) Trying to get me in trouble. See, I'm here paying attention to Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. Thank thank you, Tim. (laughs) All right, we good? All right, thank you.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.